This ad-free podcast is part of your Slate Plus membership. Lucky you. Hello, and welcome to this mini episode of Big Mood, Little Mood. I'm your host, Danny Lavery, and this show is for you, our Plus subscribers. Our guest this week is Ethan Castile, a software engineer from Massachusetts, and here we are reading a letter from a listener. Uh, this last one, by the way, I don't suspect of being um, a potential little joke at the expense of trans people, which is always nice when you're like, I'm pretty sure you're a real person. Um, and not uh, a transphobic construct. Um, The subject is trans and confused, but not like that. I'm a trans person in my mid-20s, and I've been dating my girlfriend for several months. This is my first adult relationship. She's lovely, and I'm probably a little unsufferably happy. I'm also having some weird and unexpected gender feelings due to being in a relationship, and not in a good way. I'm feeling kind of dysphoric and less in myself, which I haven't felt for a long while. I'm not entirely sure where it's coming from or what to do about it. I know I need to talk to her about it, but I'm not really sure how to approach the conversation for a couple of reasons. One is just that I know my girlfriend struggles with conflict and communication sometimes, and I don't want her to feel weird or guilty that I'm feeling weird gender stuff. To be honest, I also don't want her to be cis about it. So I'm not sure of the best way to set this conversation up for success. The second reason is that I'm not entirely sure how to untangle the problem. I think some of it might be language, but I'm a little worried that I might also feel like this because of something like the way that people perceive our relationship, or because I could feel like she saw me as a brackets gender and not the way I actually am, and I'm not really sure where to go with that. Hopefully you know what to do with this, because I do not. Well, letter writer, I will do my best. Although I will say in terms of information, you have given me the like emotional equivalent of a twig and a leaf and told me to build a house. <laughs> like, and I can kind of appreciate the like for a variety of reasons. I want to leave some of the genders here vague. I don't necessarily want you to just like make assumptions based on like whatever. But it is I, when I saw brackets gender, I was like, help me out a little bit. Like, give me I had something. A lot of that yeah i i almost this was like uh, i i didn't end up having like the time to wait but i oh this was one of the few times when i almost wrote back to a letter writer and was like what do you mean give me more details whose gender is what here but i, I think maybe in some ways it'll be most helpful to try to answer this generally rather than trying to like um situate this based on like i mean what are we talking about here like political lesbianism what what's going on um i i, I was sort of curious you know, whether you thought, is it is it more useful to start with how does the letter writer need to think about the problem privately with themselves before they bring it to their partner? Because they, they say that they're not quite sure on some of the finer points themselves versus um, what are the things that you can just bring up and discuss, uh, even if you don't yourself understand them perfectly. I always err on the side of think about it privately to myself in excess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and until I drive it to the ground um, and then don't have anything more useful to say to whoever it was I was supposed to discuss it with. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's one option. It's just think it through obsessively by yourself until you have solved the problem um, to the best of your own ability and you don't even need to bring it up with her. Yeah. One or both yeah. of you may have died of, of old age by the time you figure it out and then the problem is <laughs> solved. Yeah. Um, well, in, as, hopefully that does happen. But um, in case it doesn't, let's try to think of a few uh, backup options for this letter writer. So one of these, I think, letter writer is um, you say that your girlfriend struggles with conflict and communication sometimes. And that was one of the places where I was annoyed with you for being vague. Um, what does that mean? When you say she struggles with conflict, do you mean that when you two have a conflict, she kind of flies off the handle and says really like mean or exaggerated or untrue stuff just to hurt your feelings? Do you mean she gets really like withdrawn and quiet and she won't tell you what she's thinking or feeling and you have to guess? Do you mean that she uh, like picks a fight with you about something else uh, and and won't be honest with either herself or you about what's really going on? Like has problems with conflict could mean anything. Um, and so I, I would just encourage you, I know you can't be specific with us, but be specific with yourself. What's her problem with conflict? Also, why are we jumping to conflict immediately? Right, right. Like it, it, my guess there is, although it's just a guess, is that you think or fear if you bring her some kind of open-ended questions or concerns that she's going to take it on some level as like a personal attack and that it'll turn into a fight. But nothing that you've described here sounds like you want to fight with her or or necessarily even gives anyone cause for a fight. So maybe, yeah, maybe the first question here is, is she the kind of person who hears someone describe just like a slightly difficult uh, feeling or experience and, and immediately thinks, oh, we must be fighting? Because that that would itself be an issue worth discussing. And then, you know, if you don't want her to feel weird and guilty, you can take some responsibility for that in as much as you can make it clear that you're not blaming her for anything. And then beyond that, if she happens to feel guilty, I, I think I just want to gently welcome you to the world of adult relationships where if you care about somebody and you're in a close, intimate relationship with them, even if you do your best to like um, keep your own side of the street clean and, and take responsibility for your own like actions and behavior, sometimes people who love you are still going to feel a little guilty or uncomfortable just by virtue of being in a relationship and and trying to share feelings and experiences and you can't... Um, you can't perfectly prevent that. So accept that she might have feelings that you don't get to choose or control for her um, and trust that she will be able to, you know, figure out those feelings, figure out how best to handle them, and hopefully share with you um, how you can help her with them. Uh, the the sort of more, um, like, specific questions I had about, like, action items was just, like, you say, I'm feeling kind of dysphoric and less in myself. I don't really know what less in yourself means. So I'm just going to let that one go for now. But like, again, I would just encourage you to get really specific, like more dysphoric in terms of like, are there aspects of social or medical transition you haven't yet pursued that you feel like maybe you want to now? Is it totally separate from that? And you're like, no, I'm like already handling those elements of my transition. They're exactly where they need to be. This just has to do with like, under what circumstances I like I felt like sort of maybe the like unspoken thing here was like the way people see us was like maybe there's a question of passing here, which is just like maybe I feel weird if I think that I don't or it happens less often in context with another person than it used to do when I was by myself. And I don't really know how to 
feel about that. But like, that was my question with like, what people, like how people perceive our relationship. Do you mean like your friends and close family? Do you mean like strangers on the street? Cause you don't necessarily know what they think. Do you mean like strangers on the internet? Like I, I'm curious, Ethan, if you have some thoughts there. Cause I, I think that just was part that felt so open-ended to me. I didn't really know what to do. That part actually really resonated with me. People are going to have their their feelings about their gender, about your gender as you're interacting with them, like as an individual. And maybe the letter writer is like feeling good about that. But then when people see romantic relationships, they also like start start fitting you into gender boxes based on how they see you interacting with your partner and based how they see your partner as well. Um, so it might be that like, these are people who read us straight who like don't feel straight or like, these are people who are reading as queer. Um, and like, maybe this is the first like queer relationship with a queer person that the girlfriend has been in. And like, she's given off some like uncomfortable vibes around that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like that, that felt real to me, but also like there's an extent to which like you can't, you and your girlfriend can't fix that. And so it might be helpful if you like just let her in on it in a way that like, rather than feeling like you against the world, it's at least like you and your girlfriend, like navigating the world. I I put a note here that says laugh, uh, laugh with your girlfriend about the way other people treat you and they do a gender double take, which was kind mm. of a, on, on that. And, and so that would be on the theme of like not sitting on this eternally, but like talking with your girlfriend about it earlier and more often, um, maybe a way that doesn't need to be fighty with her, um, but just in a way that's like treating her as an accomplice. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think certainly regardless of how long this relationship lasts, this isn't going to go away. So letter writer, I think finding useful ways to talk about this are going to be pretty important for you just because you're going to need, you know, and if not with this girl, like if you ever date another person again, it'll probably come up in one form or another. Even if you dated other trans people in the future, you know, it's still possible for that to bring up certain feelings about your own gender. So like there's no one type of person you can date where this will no longer feel like an issue. I think the most important things that I wanted to add to the end of this is just like, you know, you say you don't want her to be cis about this. My guess there is that the fear is that like either she will say she doesn't understand or get defensive, but maybe there's something else at play. But I would just say like, this is also an opportunity for you to discern whether or not this is like a good relationship beyond just a few months. Like it's one thing if she has a slightly imperfect reaction, but listens and is open-minded and like works with you. But like if she's really resistant, really defensive, really dismissive, that might be an indicator that this is not going to be, you know, a six month, one year, two year relationship for you. So this is also like a good opportunity to get some information about your longer term compatibility. Um, So I would say I understand the like fear of what if she has this kind of like unpleasant like cis reaction, but it's also like, well, that would be good to know because then you could break up and then, you know. The, the next part, I'm so curious. I'm a little worried I might feel like this because of something like the way that people perceive our relationships. There's a ton of hedging there, which suggests to me that you're trying to downplay something that you actually feel quite strongly about or you're worried you might feel quite strongly about or because I could feel like she saw me as a brackets gender and not the way I actually am. So I would say Number one, if there's something that you want your girlfriend to do differently when it comes to how she introduces you or how she talks about you with her friends or how she negotiates being out in public with you, you know, make those specific requests. 
but do not try to make her responsible for what you think the public at large thinks about you both. That would be something I would really encourage you not to do. Um, it might be tempting to feel like if I feel weird about like possible strangers reactions and I think of her as sort of like default normal one, then I can kind of offload those feelings onto her as if they're her responsibility, but she's really not responsible for the world at large. So I would, I would urge you to exercise caution there. And then the other one, I could feel like she saw me as a brackets gender. And, and that one, again, I just encourage you to get really specific with that one. Why could you feel that way? Is that because that's just a sort of floating, inchoate, vague fear that you have? Because if so, I'd encourage you to let that one go. Or has she done or said things that in the past have led you to believe that she's like maybe paying some lip service to your transness, but actually thinks of you uh, differently? And if so, would you like to ask her about that? Would you like to, you know, talk to her about that? Um, have you been letting that one go because you're afraid of learning more? I, I, I'm really, I want to be careful here because there's such a line between, uh, I think my partner has said some kind of messed up stuff about my transition, but I've tried to overlook it because like I, I want to have a girlfriend or like I just want things to be cool versus I want to micromanage the way that every partner of mine sees me in their own head um, because I feel like that's going to make me feel like I've successfully like maintained a, an, in, in like integrity as a trans person, you know, like. Well, sure, you like like me and you're attracted to me and you respect me, but like let me quiz you on the inside of your head to like obsessively double check me against every other person of my gender. Do you know what I mean? Like, are you familiar with that kind of like obsessive desire? Yeah. And one of the questions I had about the brackets gender was like, how right is that value inside the brackets? Like, are you worried that your girlfriend is seeing you as like the gender you were assigned and just like not seeing you at all? Or is she trying to like fit you too much into a binary box? And like, I've definitely had people go overboard in my eyes and being like, I see you as a man in ways that like aren't fully how I see myself. And I don't want to correct them because I don't want to be like, oh no, actually I'm a woman because that's also like not true. Um, mm -hmm. But it, and I don't know if it really changes the answer to the question. Yeah, I, I just think that it's like, it's useful for this letter writer to bear in mind, I think, especially um, because there's like a sort of Scylla and Charybdis here and we don't want to like veer too far in either direction because I've also known um, and seen, you know, like trans people in relationships with other people where like they kind of became like a dog with a bone about like, I need to keep investigating, keep peeling back the layers of your subconscious because I need to micromanage the way that you see me, even though like, there's no actual like way that you treat me or talk about me or touch me or discuss me that I have an objection with. I just need to like obsessively ruminate on your past dating history or the way I feel when I'm with you that I want to make you responsible for. And so I need to know that like you're thinking about me in the exact way that I want you to think about. And that way is like that way also lies such madness. So. I hope the letter writer doesn't feel like I'm suggesting like you're going to like go nuts and do something awful no matter what you do. I really don't. I, I think there's a lot of room here for like good, reasonable, loving, respectful conversation and 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 real reason to be optimistic about your, you know, future together. But yeah, letter writer talking about this is is probably going to be your your only way ahead. Yeah. One more thing I might add is that if you haven't talked to her about like the history of your transition, if she wasn't there for that that might be a good topic to bring up as well so that she has some of that background 
um, about yeah. like what might make you feel good in your gender and not. Yeah, I, I think that's great and lovely. And I'm glad we got to end on the, on that note because it's nice to have, uh, you know, just like a solid uh set of action items to give someone. And yes, in the future, you do not, I promise, like no one has to like, you know, you you don't have to tell me every single detail of your life or your transition, but just, you know, two more twigs and one more leaf uh, if you want to ask me to build a house next time. Thank you for joining us on Big Mood, Little Mood with me, Danny Lavery. Our producer is Phil Circus, who also composed our theme music. Don't miss an episode of the show. Head to slate.com slash mood to sign up to subscribe or hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're using right now. Thanks. Also, if you can, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to know what you think. If you want more Big Mood, Little Mood, you should join Slate Plus, Slate's membership program. Members get an extra episode of Big Mood, Little Mood every Friday, and you'll get to hear more advice and conversations with a guest. And as a Slate Plus member, you'll also be supporting the show. Go to slate.com forward slash mood plus to sign up. It's just $1 for your first month. If you'd like me to read your letter on the show, maybe you need a little advice, maybe some big advice, head to slate.com slash mood to find our Big Mood, Little Mood listener question form, or find a link in the description on the platform you're using right now. Thanks for listening.